perfect picture Pictures ain't my thing But I could put a story in your head And open up your eyes So listen close This one is for my brothers, sisters, cousins All humans alike Let's take a second to remind ourselves To keep you humble And if my brother should fall Our sisters have a stumble Pick you back up Life's a my speed A sore spot We're still Okay, well, we're back with the Juby Take. I'm Steve. I'm Adam. And I'm TJC. Is that what we're doing? Is TJC t- is back with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are going to talk some TV today. On this lonely road, trying to make it home, doing it by my lonesome pistol. I'm fighting for my soul. Yes, folks, we're going to talk Justified. Now, we picked this as a starting topic because all three of us love this show. It's well, an amazing show. What brought it up for me, anyway, was uh, you guys had done a recent TV podcast, and I was jealous, of course. Huh. And then uh, to, fo- to f- piggyback on that, I heard that Adam had recently... Recently picked the seasons back up uh, around season five. I think I stopped it at season four when I originally watched the show and then just watched recently five and so six. So did you start it kind of back when it was on? Uh, no, no, I think it, yes, it was, it was right when it was ending. Yeah. I actually started watching it when it was about five or six and, and, uh, daddy turned me on to it. I think you had the first three seasons on DVD. Yes. And, uh, you, I think it was when I first moved down here from Oregon to Arizona and, uh, needed some entertainment cause I didn't really know too many people. So I sit in the room and watched a couple of seasons of justified did just fine. Well, Justified is just, it's a great show. Yeah. And what brought me to it initially was my love for Deadwood. And Seth Bullock coming to Kentucky just seemed like a lot of fun. And he he didn't age a day. No. No, the walk's the same. The gun changed, but the hat's pretty much the same. Very similar. Very, very. The way that he handles himself is is just classic Seth Bullock. And so... I have some really great memories and and then of course the nightmare end that Deadwood came to where they just stopped it a season maybe two seasons short. Yeah. So when I had a chance to see Seth Bullock come back, I just couldn't miss it. And it didn't disappoint. He's the, he's better. Now Bullock right. that was his character name in, in Deadwood. Right. Timothy Elephant's yeah. character. And and I think the Raylan character well We'll get into it later, but the Raylan character, I think, obviously, is better than the Bullock character, in my opinion. Okay, well, everybody's entitled to their opinion, even if it's wrong. <laughs> well, the, I, I say that because, and maybe you could do this one day in the podcast, I, if we did a, you know, a tournament of best TV characters and filled out brackets, like, Raylan's oh, going to be in the final four for me. Well, Rayland is going to be on one side of the bracket in the final four, and and Seth Bullock's going to be on the other side. That would be weird. Yeah. How do you how do you choose? Well, you have to decide whether you like Deadwood more than than Justified or uh, vice versa. I don't know. I think you just I if you go straight you character, I th- if you just go straight characters and leave the TV shows and the quality of the stories out of it, and you just go straight characters, or in my opinion, bring all of those other things in, and I'm still got justified versus Deadwood. I'm still going toe to toe. Just well, they're they're going toe to toe. I agree. They're great shows, and yeah, it's. I don't want to be in a position to have to split hairs, but Deadwood is 
it was such a groundbreaking show for me. The thing about Deadwood is like the mayor. You could smell him. It I mean, definitely was visceral. <laughs> the, de- the development of the characters and the, th- the things that they did and the drama that they were able to create and the depth of the characters to me is more than what they've done in Justified. Because Swearingen, although was a cutthroat, murdering, horrible person that was so deep, he, he could be so good to people, the way that you know he smothered the reverend because he was in so much pain and he was dying. And to take him out that way as, in an act of mercy it just showed a depth of, of character that I don't think that they developed in Justified. You're right. I'll agree with you. Even though I like Justified better on a whole as a whole than I liked Deadwood because it came to a conclusion. So I'm, I'm See, there you go. You know, I'm dinging yeah. Deadwood for the fact that they pulled the plug. Yeah. But what am I supposed to do? No, you can. I, I, yeah. and, and I agree. Yeah. Yeah. When Hearst rode out of town on the wagon and the, the cavalry came in and the cliffhanger that was left for all time. Right. Is, is, is just a horrible thing. Yes. And, and Deadwood has to, has to answer for that. I yep. agree. Yep. You've seen Deadwood, right? I have seen Deadwood. Yeah. Yes. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I actually don't really remember the ending for some reason. Well. But that sounds like it was terrible and how well, it, it wasn't that it was a terrible left it, Well, ending. left it hanging. Yeah, it like was just that. a I mean, season-ending episode, not a series-ending episode. Right. That's all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which you, you, know, her- you hope that every series can can actually do that, can finish it off. But as we were talking earlier, there's, well, and that's, <laughs> there's quite that, a few that don't make it that Right. Way. That's definitely an issue and more on that later. Yeah. Because there's a lot of shows that, that have been abruptly stopped that were, you know, some of my favorites. Some some really good shows. Some getting, of the best ever, yeah. Getting back to Justify, Justify did have its own run. Again, this was not on HBO. This is a TNT show. So uh, FX, I believe. FX? Yeah, FX. Okay. So it, it was a cable show, so it didn't have the same pressure as the Sunday night feature HBO shows. Right. It was sort of one of those shows that was in that transition, like the Breaking Bads and the Sons of Anarchies of the World, that was yeah. in that transition from network to Netflix. Nice. Network nice. to Netflix. And uh, and it was those cable shows that still exist and are still thriving. But Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of them. Some yeah. of them are my favorites. Right. So it was Major Crimes. Of, I, I love Major Crimes. One of those things where it was like, okay, networks aren't needed anymore, but we're not quite to the you know Netflix original series, so... FX cranked out several. AMC cranked out, right? AMC. AMC, yep. A&E. Hell on Wheels. As AMC was Breaking Bad and Hell on Wheels, as, uh, or was also it, Walking Dead. Walking Dead was Breaking Bad. AMC. Anyway, that's that. You, that's the point. Is those right? I well, I don't think it was the Walking Dead. Is what? No, I don't think that Breaking Bad was AMC. Or uh, Breaking Bad is what though? What is mm. it? Yeah, I no idea. I can't. Well, it's one of those. Okay, this is where we, we break out the phones and somebody starts looking <laughs> it up. TJC. Damn it. That's supposed to be my job. TJC. But <laughs> the interesting thing about those TNT and FX and AMC, um, and I know I'm missing a couple big ones. Yeah. Uh, but they. It's the one that has Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> the original, or USA, is another one. Yeah, USA. Do they do original stuff? Yeah. 
They do. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought they just did like kind of. But there's less pressure, I think, with those. You know, and and with Justified, the great thing about Justified is it started off with a great character, and then as is the case with any really great show, they have to develop other characters. So one of the things that I liked about Justified is that each season they kind of delved into a different hauler, if you will. Right. They they went from dealing with Boyd Crowder and the Crowders and Bennett's to the Bennett's to the crows and they brought in the Dixie mafia to come down and they had some just different characters. I've never been more interested in Kentucky in my life, nor will I ever be again. I'm sure. Well, exactly. No, (laughs) it was, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's not something that piques my interest. I was on Google map many a times looking up like the area because there's actually not a Harlan. I don't think, I don't think there is a Harlan. There's a Harlan County maybe or something like that, but it's in Georgia or, and then the Dukes of Hazard were for some, somewhere around there. Hazard County is right in that same area. If you, if you just go by where Harlan's supposed to be geographically, people say like, that's actually kind of Hazard County. And anyway, Dukes of Tangent. Holy cow. Wow. Turn that microphone down. Really getting generational here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the, Okay, so you start off with, with Raylan, and, and he faces off. He's in Miami, and he faces off with the bad guy. Maybe one of the greatest opening scenes to a series Oh, yeah, you know, ever. I mean, yeah, Raylan's a U.S. Marshal. So he's given Tommy Bucks 24 hours to get out of town. <laughs> he really did. He did. And it worked. So, well, I mean, no. Well, I, I mean, just on screen, it worked. <laughs> like, it sounds hokey when you say it. Well, it's it's funny because everybody else in the in the marshal service that that he talks with after this, look at him and go, "You really gave him twenty four hours right. to get out of like, town." They kind of winking at you. You like, know, we don't do that anymore, <laughs> right? right? It was a great, like, yeah, dude, that's cliche. <laughs> so they're sitting there at the end of this pier and they're talking. Tommy Bucks is eating his lunch, and and so it's they're looking at each other. And it's like, okay, are you really serious, Raylan? You know, you serious, Marshall? Is yeah. He actually said, "I thought you were joking about that." Yeah. yeah, you got 15 minutes now, so it comes down to Raylan. The other guy pulls. Tommy Buck pulls gun from under the table. Raylan puts him down. Now, as Raylan says many times in this, is if you make him pull, he'll put you down. Yep, that's his thing. Guns for killing. And right then. When he's talking to his boss, Raylan talking to whoever the the Miami one, the Miami guy, yeah, yeah, and he's saying, "What's the problem?" It was justified. Yeah, hence the name of the show. Yeah. So every time he shoots somebody, and he shoots a lot of people in these five seasons, he does. He's justified. I wonder and, if that show would be reacted to differently only a short like four or five years later. Uh, it's hard to say. Yeah, well, maybe, but it's hard to say. But there's still. Plenty of shows out there. That, yeah, that's true. You know that there's copious amounts of of violence. <laughs> Luckily, we can all separate fact from fiction still. Well, exactly, but it's different situations that Raylan gets himself into, and you know it, it's when he first meets up with Dewey Crow, and Dewey Crow comes walking up to him with a shotgun. You know, and it's it's a you know sawed off pump shotgun. Do you remember this? When was the last time you watched the first season? Man, it's been way too long. Yeah. I don't remember this. Oh, it's so great. You and so Raylan just walks yeah, up and, and basically stares down Dewey Crow, who's this scrawny little mousy guy that's got this shotgun, and he's there 
you know, because Boyd sent him to take care because Ava's in the house. And Raylan comes walking out and goes, you really going to shoot me without racking one into the chamber? Well, he starts he starts coming at him like Raylan starts telling Dewey, like, you know, if you if you, you know, back off now. You know, it won't be so bad type of talk. I forget exactly the yeah. way it goes. Dewey's like, Jesus Christ, man, I got a, I got a shotgun pointed right at your head. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. and you like, can, why are you so calm? He's like, and you can rack in a load before I put one through your chest. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's, it's just this fearless, you know, Seth Bullock gun, you know, staring down a gun. Yep. And so he throws Dewey in the car and Dewey starts running his mouth again and he grabs him by the back of the head and slams his face against the steering wheel. And it's Dewey, shut up. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to hurt you if yeah. you keep doing what you're doing. You're over your skis here, son. Just, yeah. <laughs> just so, along. so Dewey takes off and, and then just the development of all of these different characters. Dewey goes on to live a, a very nice arc throughout the series. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's remarkable that he survives. He has a good any, role throughout this. He is. It's, it's a good role. It goes from sort of bumbling ass wipe to a little bit more, depth and that's to go back on what you were saying about deadwood justified does a real good job of developing many of the characters because they had six seasons to do it right and there's there's only a few that actually survive there <laughs> all are the way, but, all but the way through all the way through but many of them survive a lot of the way through and they develop they develop the ones that matter because it, it makes each story for each episode and i'll and i'll just comment on that real quick to kind of tangent because one of my pet peeves about TV shows, and the reason I love Justified so much, because it doesn't do this, is the cliffhanger. The the needless cliffhanger. Yeah. To, because the insecure cliffhanger where we, we want you to keep watching, so we're going to cliffhang you. Well, how about you make a quality show, and then I'll keep watching. So, exactly. There's There's never been a show I've ever watched that I continued watching because of a cliff tank. Right. I actually get put off by it now and, exactly. and, and have bailed on possibly a couple of quality shows as a result. But Justified did, did such a good job. They follow the three act arc every episode, every season. And then throughout the series, they did it. And it's, it's amazing. And they go beginning, middle, end of an episode. There's almost always a story each episode. A couple of them just forward the season arc, but not. Not very often. They usually have at least something going on. Well, a little. Yeah, I think every single one of them will, you know, progress with with what was happening throughout the season. The Absolutely. overall theme of it, but there's the little stories and little things that would happen. Each That's time. exactly right. There's also the there's the season. There's the, se- the excuse me. There's the episode story. They forward the season long arc a little bit, sometimes less, sometimes more. Right. And then there's the great series long. You know, Boyd and and Raylan. That's this there the whole time. So, and it's compelling. It makes it compelling the whole time without being cheap and insecure and, and trying to lure you into watching the next one because what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Oh, you're like, I just want to see that again. That's just, the reason you go even... back to Justified is not because you want to see what happens next because they left you hanging. It's because you want to see what those characters are going to do next and what's the next, you know, story to be told. It's so great. It's almost the perfect show in my well, opinion. And that's one of the things that, that I look for in a show is the characters. Are the characters believable? Number one, are they interesting? And do they leave something so you don't know exactly what they're going to do? So there's some question. There's some suspense. You know, Boyd Crowder in this show, he's a bad guy by all accounts, but he's so likable. <laughs> he is. He's so 
damn charismatic. <laughs> so really you, is. so you're you're looking at at Boyd and and you know he's just he, he's doing horrible stuff, but you know it, it will he do that horrible thing that it looks like they're sending him to do, or when he goes to meet with Ava, and Ava's pretty sure since she just killed his brother, that Boyd's going to show up and that's going to be the end of Ava. Right. But they show some depth, you know. No, he doesn't. You know, you're my brother's wife and I need to take care of you. Right. He has that conversation with one of his cronies, Devil, I think. He says, you know, yeah. that, that she showed spunk and you got to respect that. And by the way, my brother was a piece of shit and he beat her. So yeah, he, beat he had it coming. Yeah. So she used his deer rifle and <laughs> fixed him his favorite dinner and he was sitting there eating it. She put one in his chest. Yeah. You know, you can't blame her for that. You got to respect that. But yeah, that to me, there was, there was so many so many different characters that were interesting. I, uh, I really like the development of, um, I would say his partner, um, Raylan's partner, uh, the other marshal, um, who was the sniper. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Tim, I think was, Tim. Yeah. I never got Tim, his last name. Tim Gutterson. Oh, there you go. Gutterson. Okay. That's right. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that at first he was a little, uh, bashful. I thought when it came to, you know, the, him compared to Raylan, obviously. Sure. And, you know, he was a little on edge whenever anything was happening and was by the book. And you see the development of him throughout the seasons and watching him in the last two final seasons, I almost felt like he had a swagger to him, kind of like uh, Raylan. Maybe like Raylan rubbed off bit. on him. Exactly. Yeah. Like he was able to, he's like, you know what? I'm a sniper and uh, you want to mess with me? Go ahead. Yeah. You know, and then, and, you know, a couple of, uh, times he had the um interaction with colt um, right the, I thought the ex the, they were both ex-military they're both right? ex-military yeah. and colt thought he was you know this badass and i honestly thought while watching it that he was going to intimidate tim because i thought that you know he was bashful at first and and you know that was the kind of character but and he stood right up to him and basically kind of was a badass right there. That's such so. a great point. That that Tim Gutterson, you said? Yeah. Right? Yeah, that character was one of my favorites. I love, yeah. I yeah, because he he's, awesome. he's the guy that, that has your back. You yeah. know, if you're if you're going into the house, Tim's out there somewhere in the weeds with his sniper rifle, and if things go wrong, he kind of just takes out all the bad guys. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Everything's taken care of. In fact, there were a few instances where I was, Raylan was on his own, and I was, I actually thought to myself, I'm like, God damn, I wish Tim was in this one. You know, Tim. Yeah. I wish, I wish yeah. he had Tim with him because things wouldn't be so tense. You know? <laughs> well, exactly. Why do you have to go alone? Yeah. Yeah. Bring Tim with you, man. You'd Come on, me. Raylan. Well, one of the other things that or I like. Even Rachel. Well, yeah. <laughs> She's badass. She's she's badass she as well. Is. I mean, she took over the precinct once yeah. Captain went down. So, so Art Mullen. Oh. Okay, I, I love him. He's the he's the commander now. That what happens with Rayland is is they don't necessarily agree that shooting Tommy Bucks was the best thing to do, and the whole twenty four hours thing. So they send him back to Kentucky where he's from. Now Rayland doesn't want to go. He doesn't want to be there because right. he's from there. Because he's from there. He knows what's there. So when he goes back and he starts dealing with things, well, he goes into the office in Lexington and Art Mullen is running that office and Art's just a great guy. And they have history. They they taught, uh, what, like shooting school or something together? Right. Yeah. Glencoe. Yeah. So they were they were both instructors at Glencoe. So the, the interaction between Art and Raylan, because Raylan always is kind of on the edge, again, of, of what he should be doing 
He seems to get in more gunfights than maybe he should. Uh, he seems to be in more fights. Different things happen. And Art just kind of has his back and says, okay, well, we'll get through this. And that interaction, I just, I thought that was really well developed. Totally. Such a great character, Art. You know, you could go around and you could talk to Justified fans and you'd say, who's your, who's your favorite character? You know, and the easy answer is Raylan because he is. For a main character of a TV series, he's one of the best ever. You know what I mean? It's it's so often that the the bit characters end up being the favorites of the yeah. of the hardcore fans. But so you go around and you get Raylan and you get Art Mullen and you get Boyd Crowder. Right. You know what I mean? It's and true. that's and those are probably the big three. And Art's right there with the yeah. two main guys. I mean, Art is such a great character and such a mainstay throughout the whole series that I mean, he's relevant almost all the time. So it's not like a bit guy that only shows up every four episodes that you love, like uh, well, you always, Constable Bob or something. But yeah, you you know, you always want you know your boss to have that you know bottle of Kentucky bourbon, <laughs> you know, when the end of the day, and and you're went through all the harrowing experiences that you've gone through, and so you know you pull out the two glasses and the bottle of Kentucky bourbon, and you have a little bit, and, yep. and very, you, very Deadwood, very Deadwood. So. Okay, now Justified. Obviously, we love Justified, and we could talk, I don't know. Probably three episodes. <laughs> yeah, for forever about all the things at, we liked about at it. At least me. I know I could. But the other thing, we, you know, we talked about Deadwood, and you know, that was such an interesting show. But what are some of the others that, that stand out for a particular character or for uh, the way that the, the ensemble cast was put together or different shows? You know, let's stay with the action Type shows, actiony, drama-y yeah. type things. Yeah, I don't know, Adam. What do you think? In, or ensemble in, casts, you know, yeah. just that. I don't know, Joe. locked and what loaded, man. <laughs> well, you've always been a big fan of Walking Dead. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I mean, yeah. I, there's, there's a lot of characters in there. I don't know if I would compare any of them to characters we've already mentioned. Walking Dead isn't necessarily a character-driven show no i mean there's with the exception of some recent ones (laughs) i think i think that rick was the biggest of course you know i mean badass at first you know just and kind of you know just a cop that tried to figure out his way ended up becoming the leader of you know this big group and um his uh his ability to just take hold of situations and but i mean the development of characters throughout those seasons i thought was pretty good um, I thought that it was interesting where everyone went, you know, um, definitely a lot of kind of a roller coaster ride, especially for Rick and, and, and him. But yeah, I, I, I'm not sure though that I would put those kind of characters with no, so the, justified. So the character from that series that everybody loves is who Daryl. Yeah, easily. In fact, in fact, my brother, I bought him a life size cutout. Of Daryl. <laughs> nice. Daryl cut out. Yeah, he's standing in Zach's living room right now. <laughs> yeah. With crossbow. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. 100%. Ready to kill zombies. Yeah. Okay, so what about Sons of Anarchy? I didn't finish that series. I bailed on season six, I, I think. did watch all of that, and I thought it was great. I loved it. When you start getting to the end, you start getting the feeling of finally, you know, certain things that you wanted to happen. Gemma you know and go the, ahead the you, feel free was. to spoil i don't i don't see myself i'm just you it. know it you start things pieces start falling into place where you're just like 
okay, cool. They're ending this in the right way. You know, it's, it's the Deadwood, you know, isn't as good as justified because it got cut early. You know, I, I think careful Sons of there. Anarchy. Careful there. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy was. Well, he pointed at me as though. No, 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 he's looking at the, Joe trying to be friends the point, over here. There. The point that he was placing he was earlier. referencing my the, opinion. The couch people are. Well, yeah, exactly. Here. So, you know, resemble that. <laughs> well, okay. So you mentioned Gemma and what she finally ended up getting. Right. Which she deserved. And that's a perfect example of, of my issue with The Walking Dead, with how bad they've made Negan. Right. Is he going to get Gemma, what he deserves? Gemma was, she, she did some horrible things. Sure. Horrible things. And, but it got to the point where, okay, what they ended up doing to her, kind of like, all right, you know, she, she deserved that. She deserved the end in the show that she got. With Negan, uh, there's nothing they can do to the guy. To make it okay? To make it okay with the things that he's done. Now, I will say that, you know, way back when we first started talking about a podcast, we had a discussion, and you'd made, a, made the point that maybe they're going to work their way through it because they've made this guy so bad, and they've killed some of my favorite characters, and they frustrate me, but maybe they will. Maybe you're right. Maybe they do work through this, and the way to make Negan palatable is by taking his power and i don't know the way that i look yeah, at I it i don't know either that's they've got they've dug themselves quite a hole they have well, i don't know in, how the, in the way in the way that i look at it is that if you're not going to dig yourself a hole it's not going to be exciting to get out you know and that's that's kind of what brings a depth into a show is if you go crazy and things happen as long as you're able to ring that back in and then close the story or you know make the good guys actually you know figure it out and 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 you know then make well, them succeed then the, the thing is or however that, the story plays out right how far you go so anyway so okay so uh sons of anarchy was another show that we kind of all watched but again you're you guys are absolutely right neither one of those shows come anywhere close to justified or deadwood right yeah. they they're both compelling and i watched them both for about the same amount of time and then i bailed <laughs> well we'll see where the walking dead goes but i bailed at the 90 percent mark on both of them yeah. And it's because they, they went too far for me, yeah. both of them. And I, I just was like, well, I'm not enjoying this, so what am I doing? Why? What I about Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad loved it, binged it. Didn't watch Breaking Bad as it happened, binged it on Netflix, so I didn't have a chance to bail in the uncomfortable parts, which were there many. There were many. Yeah. So I powered through those. Never watched an episode. It's it's excellent. It's really, Breaking Bad. Really is, good. In my opinion, it's everyone says it's maybe the best show that's ever been created. Like, that's kind of the buzz around that show you know and it might be true it's not my favorite because we've already talked about justified but yeah if i watched it again uh, you know it's right there in that final four that i previously referenced it's breaking bad is i mean brian cranston he's a bona fide legitimate superstar talented actor he's one of the best he's tom hanks level actor and i don't i don't blush for a second saying yeah that. i mean he's He's legit. He's Marlon Brando style. I loved actor. him in Malcolm in the Middle. He's great in that. He really is great in that. He's good in that. And then the, in Breaking the Bad, you just watch him in anything that he's ever done. Yeah. And he acts the shit out of it. We and recently talked about it. Sneaky Pete. He was great in that. Great in he's such Pete. a he's such a damn villain. Right. It's like such you don't, a bad guy. You don't want to see that guy. 
when he's on the screen, you're like, oh, fuck. But he's likable at the same time, which I is mean, crazy. Shoot. There goes our PG rating. Bleep. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. We drink during our podcast, <clears throat> and we have a drinking game in our podcast. I'm pretty sure we're... We do, but we do also have a young audience that I try to maintain some semblance with. But uh, he told me last time that a bad word here and there was okay. Okay. He just didn't like a lot of them. Yeah. He just got the... Got the okay for that. That one was okay, Joe. Just don't I, let it happen. I again. felt within the context it was the only way to go. Okay, the, it was mentioned that we do have a libation, and a couple of people have had a couple more than me today. But let's we haven't done a buzz level in the last couple episodes, so let's do one now. All right, Is Joe. It, all right, three seven two. Okay, five point seven two. <laughs> Getting scarily close. Scarily is that a word? Yeah, sure. It, it is. is now. Close to that magical six that when Adam gets there, we have a sure. tendency to. There's no going higher than a six. I just. That's true. Yeah. That's where just, it stops. Just so nobody freaks out, the buzz level is very different than actual blood alcohol level. <laughs> oh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I don't think blood alcohol level goes to 10. No. Yeah. I think you're dead before then. Even if we move okay, a so decibel, I, we're in trouble. I'm at a four, two, three. Nice. I've been nursing mine. Yeah. So you're saying I'm lying. Okay, I'm at a four or five. Yeah. Okay, so some things about, you know, talking about Justified, we've talked about the development of the characters. We've talked about the arc of the series. What other things about Justified or any other show have really caught your attention? I know you don't watch as much TV, Joe, or Adam as, as I do. I have some things, kind of some pet peeves about shows that, that make me crazy. Do you have any about Justified? No. None? No, not really. I, I don't have any criticisms. You know, continuity is always a big one for me. Uh, the consistency. You know, they talk about one thing, and then they talk about it later in a series, and it, it's different. You mean like a broad continuity? You're not talking about like the guy's drinking a drink, and it's half full in one scene, and then it's fuller in the well, next. Well, those, yeah, those. <laughs> the actual continuity errors that they have. Right, those are always fun. <laughs> I don't notice those ever until someone points them out. Oh, I, yeah, I'm big on those. I can see that kind of stuff almost to a fault. Yeah, that's right. Cause Jesus. But no, I'm not, I'm not really talking about that. I'm just, you know, I'm talking about the interaction. Yeah. The characters. We mentioned Deadwood. One of the things about Deadwood is that they did have the same actor and he played two different roles. You know, he was uh, Jack McCall. Uh, Garrett Dillahunt is the actor in the, and I thought it was. God dang. The guy that shot Wild Bill. Yeah. And so. That shot Hickok. And so he was he was chased down by Seth Bullock and captured and, and turned over. Then they brought him back a season. I think it was a season later. And he was a geologist for uh, Hearst. Right. Completely different character. Completely different character. But it's Garrett Dillhunt. So he's, yeah. very dis- he's very distinct looking. He's not a yeah. bland looking fellow. He's a. He's a Eastern European, high cheekbone, very recognizable guy. <laughs> well, exactly. And, you know, those kinds of things, you're just like, come on, there's a lot of actors out there. Yeah. I'm not quite sure why you need to go back to the same person. It's like one of my, you know, two and a half men. I love two and a half men. I always have. And there are several women in that that have come back as three different characters. Yeah. As yeah, but those are all kind of like floozies or whatever that Charlie blows through, right? Well, one of them was his girlfriend that lived with him, and I'm blanking on her name. Yeah, I can't remember either. 
But she was in the very first episode and she was in the grocery store and he talked with her and she was in another episode as a totally different character that he came across and it was a very short spot. And then she moves in with him and is his girlfriend. Right. And they're going to get married, but it's the same actress. Was it three different characters? Yes, it was. Okay. Well, the two, the first two didn't have a name. Right. But so I guess it, 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 it could yeah. have been either of those first two, but those first two. Were no, you're going way too deep there. <laughs> I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. <laughs> no, they just were throwing up the yeah. same people. Yeah. You know, it's like Roseanne is coming back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Roseanne, they're going to bring both of the girls that played Becky, Becky yeah. in the new, the new show. Wait, what? It's this fall. Roseanne. Yeah. She like all of a sudden just like had twins or something. I, I don't know, but it was two different girls. Yeah, they yeah, just switched. Not, they switched Becky's. Yeah, they switched Becky's. That's what I'm saying. But like, so how are go, they going to be yeah. able to bring them both back? Like, I don't know. Different I guess, characters. It's I guess. a gimmick. It's, it's yeah. it just they yeah. they said that in their little blurb. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know any details. Any details? Of well, that. Be- because it's one of the most famous things about that series. So they're like, well, let's let's do let's capitalize on that. Well, and let's you get could, them both. You can go back to Bewitched. <laughs> yes, you can. And there were two different Darrens. <laughs> That's true. There were. And yet, it's always killed me that. You know, there's that choice. Okay, so a, a, there's a, let's say, a contract conflict with a particular actor, so they just move him out and move in somebody else and plays the same role. Gandalf. No, uh, Dumbledore. But in that defense, he died. So Right, but... <laughs> was it Dumbledore? Yeah. Gandalf, I thought Gandalf changed... No, he was no. always Ian McClellan. Oh, Ian yeah. McClellan's still very much that's, alive. That's very true. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dumbledore. Sorry. We're talking about yeah. Richard Harris versus. We're talking about two different movies too. You're talking Lord of the Rings as opposed to, well, yeah, Harry Potter. Well, but they're Correct. both big gray bearded wizards. Is why he's confused about it. I'm just the okay. wizard dude. I just remember a wizard dude dying. Okay, I forget which no, wizard dude it was. Totally normal mistake. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah, you're off the hook on this one. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Steve's always so pleased. With baby us. Boomer says I'm off, so we're good. No, I'm not, you. I'm not a baby. Now you're back on the hook. I am the baby Boomer. Oh, that's right, Gen X. Gen Sorry. X. So the you I know, was get you guys confused. You know, this yeah, it's millennials. They they're constantly confused. <laughs> okay, so where do we go from here? With the conversation, correct? <laughs> or okay, TV. I think I think I think we're both or both. All three of us are. <laughs> Are climbing closer to six than we want to admit. Well, television shows. I, you know, I brought up the fact that, you know, okay, are there other shows that that you can think of? And we mentioned a couple. I'll bring up another one that this is the final season. Is it? Yeah. No, I know exactly where you're going with this. Okay. Yeah, and it's about to come out in the next couple of days. The first episode. No, I think it's in July. Well, how about you say the name? Got. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Game, oh, good nor- Game yeah. Thrones. I'm Game- out. <laughs> You've never seen it? Never. Not one episode. Not one clip. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, see now. Here's here's a very interesting thing about television now. Yeah. As opposed to television in the past. If you didn't watch a show in the past, you missed it. Right. It was done. You were done. You you never got a chance to see it. Right. You can't go back and see episodes of Hill Street Blues, or NYPD Blue, or some of the the shows even before then you can't see yeah. Barney Miller Barney Miller <laughs> Barney <laughs> right okay yeah I, I, I think you can find those it's good stuff but anyway what you can do now is you have that now in the bank because you can always see Game of Thrones 
Absolutely. It will always be available. And it's like Breaking Bad for me. Mm -hmm. It's there. If I ever find myself in a place where there's nothing I can watch, I can always go Breaking Bad. <laughs> you need to prioritize it a slight bit above nothing you can watch. I would maybe go ahead and maybe give it a test run. Throw in the first episode sometime this weekend and see what happens. Yeah, I guess I could do that. Maybe. I, I dare you. But I would give anything to go back and be able to watch Justified <clears throat> from beginning to end for the first time. You know, I just had a conversation with someone at work about that a couple of days ago. I believe it was about Game of Thrones and just mentioning how excited I was about the new season coming out. And they were like, yeah, I've never seen it before. It's like, you gotta be kidding me. It's an amazing show. And they're like, yeah, it just seems like it's such a drag now. I'm so far behind. I don't know if I wanna try to catch up. And I just looked at them, I'm like, you're crazy. If I had the chance to watch episode one over again, or the first season over again, I would love that. I yeah. would love to start you know, justified over again, like you said, or any well, exactly you know. Deadwood. I would love to to watch Deadwood again. I remember when I watched it because I actually I watched Deadwood after I'd watched Justified, like first two or three seasons or something like that. I was like, all right, I'm going back to watch Deadwood now. And you're like, oh, I'm so jealous. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Band of Brothers. If I could go back and watch Band oh, of Brothers again, gosh, man. If and Joe, you're crazy. <laughs> And that's, that's the fun thing about now is that you can come across, you you know, we're talking about Better Off Ted as being a show that you can find on Netflix. Well, Better Off Ted is hilarious. It's a fantastic show. Ran a couple seasons and got canceled. But you can go and find it. Yep. You know, you can find these gems and binge them. Yeah. And it's it's just a blast. Yeah, it is. It's the golden age of TV. It's so hopefully you're able to find something that has, you know, a couple seasons in it. Otherwise you're going to be done with it within a day. Well, but yeah, there's so many things, especially for me right now. I mean, I've got so many, I've got an insurmountable queue essentially of things to watch. There's no way I can watch all the things that I should watch Yeah. in the next 50 years. It's no, you can work on that. <laughs> I'll get started. I, I right think you away. can get through it. Yeah. Parks and Rec is another one. That, I, see, I've only saw I saw the pilot and I bailed. Yeah, I I when it was on, I didn't really watch it. But at different times whether it's been, you know, normally it's at, at Zach's place and so we we're sitting around talking and we just put something on Netflix and just let the episodes roll over as you're hanging out. As we're just hanging out and there's some really funny stuff. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, now it's it's a classic. It's Brooks yeah. and Rec went down as a classic. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I know. And all the, the people that have come out of it now, you know, the, I mean, I love, absolutely love, uh, what's his name? The, Chris Pratt? No, the mustache. Uh, oh. Paddle Your Own Canoe. What the hell is his name? I can't believe I'm blanking out on his name. He's like a master woodworker and canoe builder. Ron yeah. Swanson. Yeah. Ron Swanson. Yeah, what's his, the. You know that he actually is a huge pothead. Yeah, oh, yeah, I believe that. But he's a he's a master. He really is a master woodworker. He has his own shop and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. You should see the weed contraptions he builds <laughs> out of wood. Yeah, more on that later. More on that later. Will there be? Maybe. Yeah, he, no, uh, probably. I hope so. Nick uh, Offerman. Nick Offerman is his name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can eventually get the names. It cool. just takes I us a while. I didn't even Google that. Oh man, that's no, right. That's... Right the old noggin. Yeah, you just grabbed it. Yeah. Bam. Bam. Boom. 
What's up? <laughs> I love television. You know, I love finding new shows, obscure things. Yeah. You know, and one of the shows that was on, I think, AMC, and then it went to either Netflix or Amazon. I think it went to Netflix. Longmire. 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 I love Longmire. You know, I yeah, I believe it went to, to Netflix. It went to Netflix. I don't remember actually and watching now, it. And now it comes out when Netflix puts out a, a season, it's all at once. Right. And it takes tremendous discipline to not binge. But Longmire, I never, it never takes me more than four or five days to go through a season of Longmire. So what is, I know I've heard of it. It's, I'm guessing it's a Western epic or something like that. It's, it's current time. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay. And it's Montana, I believe. And it's a sheriff. It's a county sheriff. And the things, he's kind of an old school guy. He doesn't have a cell phone. And he has part of his jurisdiction. There's a, an Indian reservation. So he has to deal with the, the reservation police. And it's just really good the way it's done. Uh, it's very comfortable for me to watch. It's and and that goes it. down smooth, as they say. It does a lot like the bullet that <laughs> you're you're sipping on. It actually does. But the the interesting thing about those types of shows is that they don't do the weird things that Walking Dead does and take me down a path that I'm just annoyed that I'm being taken down uh, or some other shows. Sons of Anarchy actually did that Sons, a little bit. Sons of Anarchy, exactly. This it's just very comfortable. It's well acted. I, I like the characters. Uh, there, there's another one that's on, I believe, TNT, a Major Crimes, and it's a spinoff of The Closer. Really? Yeah. Oh, because that's what that's their division. Right. Exactly. But I just I love watching that show. It's just comfortable for me. I like the characters. They're good people, and I'm I'm a sap for that kind of stuff. I me love feel good stories. Me too. You know, I This Is Us, which is a, a was a new show this year. I just love it. That's that family drama. Right. Yeah. It's, the new one. it's yeah. basically triplets and one of the triplets died. So at the hospital, the parents adopted a black baby that was, had been abandoned. Hmm. So it's two siblings and uh, this. Their black, adopted the, ado- brother. Adopted brother. Two twins. Yeah. Right. Two twins. Or triplets. But are and they, they're, yeah, so they're born on the same day. Goes from flashing back to when they were all young and growing up and the parents to uh, current day and their interaction that they have. When one of the the boys is a actor, one is a account executive. Yeah. And then the girl is, what does she do? I honestly think that she's like between jobs a couple of times. Okay. And she struggles with her weight. and, And so there's interaction between them. It's just the way that it's done it it brings a tear to my eye almost every episode. I love that. I love those types of shows. Now you love things like The Walking Dead and Sons of Anarchy, the things that Steve just mentioned that make you uncomfortable and you seem to be watching all these other shows as well. Right. So if you had to look at do you prefer one over the other? Do you do you like that feeling of uncomfortability or do you prefer like Steve's saying with the the nice at home feeling when you're watching something good or, um, I mean, I, you know, for me, obviously I don't think it's an uncomfortable, I think if it's uncomfortable, I wouldn't watch it, but there are shows out there that depends on my mood or do I want to feel good or do I want to have something that I think is more exciting than anything. I think 
more when it comes to those shows like The Walking Dead, um, uh, thrillers keep you on the edge of your seat. I honestly, I have a really hard time with that. I really enjoy both. I'm, I get it from my dad where I will literally be on the edge of tears with <laughs> some of the shows that I watch, especially This Is Us. And there's something that, that keeps me binging when I have those thrillers, when I have that, you know, something like I want to know what happens next. Well, and we started this whole thing and most of this podcast has been about Justified. And Justified isn't necessarily a feel good type of show. It is more of an action, you know, let's go get them, bad guys, good guys, and that kind of interaction. So, yeah, I, I think that we all, kind of yeah, thing, we right. all kind of like, you know, those kind of action shows. Sure. But it, I just, you know, with, with things like Longmire and Major Crimes and This Is Us, there is just a comfort with that. Another new show that came out last year that I absolutely love is Code Black. Mm. And it's kind of an ER type of, of show. And Code Black is, it's a, it's a designation that uh, an, an emergency room, they're inundated with more patients than they can handle. And it's, it's actually based on a uh, emergency room in LA. Yeah. It's a doc. There's a documentary called Code Black as well about, uh, I think it's County USC is okay. the, the, the hospital. Right. Okay. So once they get to Code Black, most hospitals or most emergency rooms may reach Code Black two or three times a year. And apparently this USC uh, yeah, County USC County USC maybe I'm over six <laughs> County USC is in code black like nightly or weekly you know, almost or so, yeah. it, it's like 325 days a year yeah I've heard I haven't seen the documentary I've heard about that documentary and it's well this is actually You're a show talking about a show I'm talking about the on, show, show this, yeah. exactly it's like an NBC show <laughs> right and just again, the character development and the things that they're forced to do and deal with. It's, it's just a great show. You're just, you're kind of on the edge of your seat with that. But I always loved ER. Yeah. See, there's a classic I never really watched. Yeah. And I mean, it, ER went from so many different, talk about ensemble casts. So many people went through ER. Well, how many seasons was it? Do you know off the top of your head, Adam? I've never watched a single episode. ER had to be at least 14, 15 years? Yeah, it, right. I'm, I believe it was something along those lines. Well, George Clooney was the star at the beginning. Right. I, I remember that. Is that where he started? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, I'm sure he did something before that. Yeah. But, but that's where that's everybody made. Yeah, that's where he name. broke out. And then it went through. I mean, Noah Wiley was, was this little, you know, intern that came in that was the gopher and everybody made fun of and. He didn't know what he was doing, and he developed into the main character and, you know, the, the George Clooney character. Fifteen, Fifteen seasons, yeah. But Code Black is another one that, you know, I just, I really enjoy it. Well, did you ever watch any of the other ones, you know, the Chicago Hopes or any of those? Or No. Yeah, me neither. I know, that's the genre that I've missed is the drama, the, you know, the hospital drama. I've never really... I mean, the closest I got was Scrubs. <laughs> yeah, so, Scrubs is I mean, great. Yeah, that's that's edge of your seat stuff right there. Well, they had a few, you know. Well, serious it's, it's interesting. What about House? Never. That's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like it's the maybe I, the most popular drama I, TV. I liked House initially, and then they just went off the rails as far as I was concerned. I actually, remember you talking about that because initially it was when House started. His claim to fame was diagnosing the undiagnosable. Sort of a savant. Exactly. Yeah. And he had three med students that were top of the class, genius types, and he would use them and they would 
deal with all of these patients who were undiagnosable by other doctors. And they would figure out truly what was wrong with them and solve it. And it was fun and it was good and it was stimulating. So a lot of thought goes into it. Well, eventually after several seasons, they turned House into this drug addict Mm -hmm. and it was just all about him and his dysfunction. And it was no longer about patients and it was no longer about the interaction with the students. And to me, it was just about nothing. It was annoying. And so I bailed. If you get too wrapped up in any one character, that's usually the jump shark moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so go back to justified. If they'd have ever gotten super wrapped up in Raylan, I mean, he was the definite focus, but there's always that swirling vortex of, you know, the different characters, particularly right. Boyd was the main one that they would bounce back to, you know, but you can't just make it all about one guy and you certainly can't make it. You can't make him or her all about themselves. No. Yeah. Cause then and, sh- and the dysfunction yeah. and yeah, it, it goes crazy and you lose the theme of the show, the arc that you talked about, yeah. you know, the series arc. So it's again, that's why justified was perfect. It's uh, you know, it, it brought it home each and every, almost each and every episode, certainly every season, every was, season for sure was wrapped up. And then, I mean, okay. So to wrap, I don't know if you want to wrap or not, but to go back to justified the final, I mean, you just saw this. Oh yeah. The final. Did you have any quibbles about the final episode. I mean, that's where a, a series will often stub its toe. No, I had absolutely no issues with it. No, I, I thought it was good. Well, it, it, Sons of Anarchy are, are the perfect example. I thought the final episode of that sucked. Yeah, see, I didn't see it, but yeah, go ahead. Talk, I thought, talk at will. No, it, it just, you know, he rides his motorcycle into a semi and it just, okay. That's it. Yeah, it, <laughs> and it didn't even, it didn't even look right. You know, it's, it's like they had no money left for what, however they wanted to digitally make this happen. It just, it just ended stupid. Yeah. As far as I was concerned, but no justified. I felt other than being sad that it was over. Yes. And a little pissed off that it was over. Right. Um, no, I had absolutely no issues with it, but only because you loved it so much, exactly. not, not because they left something on the table. Oh, no, no, no. Because it, you know, it has ended and they it did was, it. It's one of those few, few shows that really, truly did have, I mean, like you said, at the beginning, middle, end. Yeah. All throughout everything. Well, no matter what, no matter how cute anybody tries to get with their storytelling in, in TV and movies, it's funny, and and plenty of, plenty of them do, you you can't get away from that structure, that beginning, that, for, that three-act structure, that beginning, middle, and end. It, it's been established, and it works, and it's... People try and tamper with it, and they, and very few of them ever succeed. And it's yeah, it's because it's just tried and true. Well, and it's unfortunate when when shows get to that point where they're just wandering, and you wonder, yeah, how how are you going to end this? Right, it just doesn't make sense. Well, I know how we're going to end this. We're going to end this now, and that's what you call a segue. Exactly. So well, this is the end. Uh, of, this is the end of, <laughs> thanks. I'm learning. I'm learning from the best over here. Yeah, the best. That's what I am. So this is going to be the episode. This is it. So I want to thank Joe again. Oh, for, thanks, Joe. Absolutely my pleasure. For coming out. Appreciate and, it, man. And uh, that's it for this one. All right, cool. All right, guys. More perspective later. Who are the good ones? The good ones of today. Point them out to me so I can come and join their reign. We'll walk around this land with open hands looking for change. We'll want to understand this progression we have at hand. 
humanity is killing wheat for this we will not stand I say let's progress in good contest Make conference then love our best Our onslaught of love will be at an all-time high Crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines Our love that makes no sense We who spend love at no expense We are a force of passion Create a new faction Taking action, working hard Just for the satisfactions With the abilities to shine so bright That others want to fight Because our light is in their eyes Ladies and gentlemen, we are the skies Don't remain mystified by their lies And trust us, for we will teach you how to be true